Hello from the fort. Welcome to Toros in the Middle, the podcast, a place where we sit down with various members of our community to learn about the people that make every space, classrooms to cafeteria, at Spanish Fort Middle School, the amazing place that it is. I'm your host, Jacqueline Richardson. Hello, welcome back. You are listening to Toros in the Middle, the podcast, and this is episode 16. So today we have one of our Spanish Fort parents on, has a kid come all the way through the middle school and is now at the high school. And so we thought that would be fun to have her on. So thank you for being on the show. You are welcome. I'm so happy to be here today. Okay. So the first thing we always start with was how you made it to the fort. Uh, We moved to Spanish Fort to be closer to our oldest child uh, who was down in Fairhope. And We wanted to be really close to him and live in a great little family community. So we moved into Spanish Fort about 17, 18 years ago. Okay. And I've been here since since then. So I want to jump right in. Um, Since you've had a middle schooler come through and also have gone through the high school years with your other one at Fairhope, but the one at Spanish Fort, um, what was your biggest challenge of middle school? Because everybody talks about middle school being, you know, the hard time. So what was your biggest challenge with that? Um, I really think our biggest challenge with the middle school was probably learning time management, um, just adjusting to seven classes versus elementary school, which likes to keep them in one class all day, not a ton of homework, um, a little bit more homework in middle school and just learning how to manage that time and knock out that homework and get it done. So when you get home, you can relax. That's what a lot of people say is the transition from one teacher to seven teachers is a huge one for middle school. Um, And so what about for your student? What was, does he, did he say things about what was hardest for him? Not really. He actually, and he really loved the change from one class, uh, from going to one teacher a day to seven teachers a day. He really loved it. Um, And luckily he's, he's a pretty driven kid. So we don't really have a problem with him getting homework done. He, he did that on his own and always wanted to knock it out at school. And He's he's very go with the flow. We're very, very lucky with that one. Very, he is very, very go with the flow. Um, but I think for him, I mean, it, the same challenges would be now, but also learning to navigate personalities of seven different teachers. And, you know, middle school teachers aren't there to, to coddle you. Um, they're there to challenge you a little bit. And sometimes you can't take things personally if they're rough on you or tough on you. And yeah. you just have to, you know, every day is a new day. You got to come in every Every day with a new attitude. <laughs> yeah. So if you had a do-over, so one do-over you'd get, what would it be? One do-over. I really, this was I. This was a tough question for thinking about this because we really love, I mean, we had such great times here at the middle school. We loved all our teachers. We loved all of his classes. Uh, we always made sure to, he took chorus with Miss Fiock for all three years. And so we made sure to keep him in his electives that were fun and maybe a little bit easier and not just so much um, tedious work in it that it was just something that kind of fueled his creativity because his other, his core classes, his academic classes already challenged him enough. And so we we just kind of wanted to give him a couple classes out of the day where he can just let all that go. Um, so we were really lucky with that. There really wasn't anything that we would change when it came to that. Um, and even when it came to advanced classes, 
because we have an older one, we had the beauty of hindsight. We did not jump into all four advanced classes immediately in seventh grade. He did qualify for all four, but we just said, hey, let's do two. We'll see how those two go. And then we'll move into three. And then we'll move into once we got into high school. And of course, he's in all honors classes because we just wanted to ease them on into it. And really, math was the most important one because that's the biggest one that once you get into high school that you have to kind of be ahead on. Um, and so we just that's how we we took that um, theme and just kind of ran with it through middle school. We just took it nice and easy and we knew what he's good at and what classes, core classes he was stronger in. So that's what we started with. Yeah. Um, and so him being um, advanced classes, because I've seen him in algebra and he's amazing. Um, sports is a huge thing yes. in Spanish sport. And they say that all we ever think about is sports and Spanish sport. But um, him being an advanced student, tell me, like, speak to that. Like, it's not they, all about I, I know that is a rumor <laughs> in Spanish sport that it is all about sports. Um, and however... Uh, to some to some families, that is what is really important. But we have always told our children they are student athletes and student comes first. It always comes first. And that's your first focus. And if you're not successful in the classroom, you can't be successful on the field. And that's just um, that it's just a mantra we've lived by with both boys and we'll continue to live with both boys from there. Um, and so but part of that was when he hit seventh grade, that is when you really start with middle school sports because you don't have that. In sixth grade, you're still playing city league sports. Um, and so that's why we only did the two advanced classes, because we wanted him to kind of start to learn how to take more challenging classes, but mix in his extracurricular activities all at the same time. And then as he went into eighth grade with football and then with basketball, we the same. And then now we're in high school level and he's in four classes and we have football and basketball. But um, so far, fingers crossed, he's been doing great. It's, we've, we've, he's been doing really well with that. But I think it's because we eased him in throughout the years. Mm -hmm. um, and so then that way he learned every year when we would just add a little something more, it wasn't that difficult for him because he knew he yeah. had already conquered it the year before. So he, he knew he could just keep adding on. So that transition there. then going yeah. from things to things, you right. think that made it easier? It did. It made it a lot easier. Um, we did have friends who went from sixth grade to all four advanced in seventh grade, and it was a lot of work. Um, and that may have been the right choice for their family. It was not. We just decided we just didn't want to go because we also believe in the socialism part um, that kids just need to be social and they need to have time to to in, whether it be through sports or theater, music, whatever it is that they're interested in, they need that outside. It can't just be about school um, because that comes, uh, the real world comes knocking pretty quick for a lot of these kids and they will get that eventually. So let them, let them enjoy it and let them kind of learn how to flourish socially before you, you go all in. So I guess that would be your advice then to our yes. middle school parents. I would say that when it comes to academics and especially that transition from sixth grade to seventh grade year, um, if they make it into advanced classes, don't feel like you have to do all four. Do not worry about what their friends are doing. Don't even worry about what your other kids have done. Your older kid may have been uh, perfect for four advanced classes. Your younger ones may not, but don't do what's best for your child and don't worry about what everybody else is doing. And then also if your kids don't make it into any advanced classes, 
That's okay too. It is none of this will affect their per permanent record. I promise you, no one is looking <laughs> in seventh grade. Uh, it won't affect their permanent record, and and just but just know what your kids don't don't try to give them more than what they can handle. Let them they're still learning, and let them learn how to handle things. But don't don't throw it all on them at one time. And and no, if they're not strong in English, don't put them in advanced English in seventh grade. Maybe. Give them a year to wait or give them a couple of years. It doesn't mean um, that they can't go into advanced English eventually. It just means that you're smart enough to know that that's probably not the right time for them to do it and, and just ease them on into it from there. Okay, so how about some advice for things to do at home, like for our parents? Um, well, we started young. Reading has always been a huge part of our household. Um, probably more than my husband's a little bit, <laughs> but we've always just, I've always been a big reader. And so we did that. We would just always read. We always had books. And even at night, we kind of, we still have somewhat of a bedtime routine, even though he's 14 and probably doesn't <laughs> want the world to know that. But we, um, I would sit down, he would read his own book. I would read a book. We would be two different books, but we would just read together. And then that way, you know, it was just, I just felt like if he saw me doing it, if he saw, and I always made sure like at Christmas time, dad gets books, brother gets books. Cause I just felt like if he saw that, he would want to continue and to engage in doing that. Um, so I really do think that reading helps. It just helps a lot. It helps them in school. And then eventually they're going to have to start reading textbooks that are probably not on the most exciting subjects that they've ever read before. Uh, and, you know, so it just kind of, it just, I think that helps them a lot, but then also kind of just hammering it home to your kids like, hey, look, the more work you get done at school, the less work you will have to do at home. And if you want to come home and unwind by playing Xbox for a while or watching TikTok videos, whatever, watching YouTube, whatever floats your boat. Um, but if you want to do that, then you got to get work done while you're at work. And treat school kind of like a job, like get your work done here, prioritize it. So then that way you don't have to do that at home and you can come home and relax and enjoy your evening and not be up till 11 o'clock at night <laughs> doing homework because you were, you know, slacked off during the day. Okay. And so our last segment is things you love about Spanish Fort. Uh, what I love, I do love the small town feel about Spanish Fort. I mean, you know, we can't go into a grocery store. Can't go to a gas station. I mean, you know, you run into everybody, you know. And and with that, obviously, small towns, people know everything. Uh, but then in, in with the reverse is whenever I feel like I have to talk to a teacher or people know our son's name, they know our last name. Um, it's easier just to, it's just easier to talk to people when you can, you kind of know it a little bit more about them and it's not all business all the time. You, um, you kind of know part of their families and everybody feels like a family. And a lot of these, because we've lived here for so long and we've been involved in so many extracurricular activities, I've known a lot of the kids in this community since they were very little and I've watched them grow up and it's just, it's fun. It's like, that's just what I enjoy living here. And then eventually he will go off to school and experience a much bigger pond. <laughs> and, um, and then he'll, you know, he'll, we'll go with that route too. And, um, but it's always, it's always nice to just come back to, and it's our little neck of the woods and two streets. It's 225 and 31. You know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming and sharing your knowledge for our parents um, for the middle school. Thanks so much for being you here. You are welcome. Thank you for having us.
That was Amy Van Holzen. Her student is a freshman now at Spanish Fort High School. I hope you enjoyed hearing that surviving middle school is possible. Thanks for listening and have a great day.